Thanks for joining us for the Jock to Jock podcast, sponsored by I'm On Communications. Experience the I'm On difference. I'm Brian Marshall from the Rock 108 Morning Show. I'll get the punter's perspective on Iowa football from Tori Taylor right after this. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm On. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm On. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same-day or next-day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so? Welcome to the Jock to Jock podcast. In our last episode, Tori shared his feelings on Luke Lachey's recent injury. Oh, I was absolutely devastated. Like, I remember just running down there and I'm just like, because I didn't know it was him at first. And I didn't realize it was that bad. Because, you know, guys like go down, like whether it be cramp or um, they may have just like rolled their ankle or something like that and they'll get taped up and go back out there. But then when you see like other players like going like, yo, yo, like come over, come over, that's when I was just like, oh, shit, this ain't good. Yeah, saw him after the after the game and yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the greatest of moments. Um, but he's been in great spirits. You know, he's kind of strolling around and getting around everybody and you wouldn't even know. Getting after it this week with number nine, Tori Taylor. Welcome to the show. Thanks again for having me on. I'm a little disappointed that you were not the football player with Taylor Swift up in the suites um, here this oh, week. Oh, that would have been nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, that would have been very nice. How much of a distraction do you think that is for any player that is on the Chiefs or the Bears team? Everybody's worried more about what Taylor Swift is doing up in the in the booth up there. Yeah, I mean, they're professionals, and, um, you know, when the ball snapped, I think that's the last thing they'll be, they'd be thinking about. But probably subconsciously, it's probably in the back of their minds a little bit. Um, I'm not too sure. That's probably a question for one of them. Aaron Andrews goes up to Patrick Mahomes at the end of the game and asks him about the pressure to get the ball to Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown from all of the Swifties. And he said Travis just ran his own route and he threw it to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you were to do the same thing like Travis Kelsey did, what celebrity would you like to have up in the box cheering Tory Taylor on? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I don't really have any celebrity crushes, to be honest. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't. I couldn't really tell you one. Uh, oh, the girl of uh, Game of Thrones. Which one? I don't know her name. Um, Daenerys. The blonde. Yeah, the blonde. I wouldn't mind having her at a game. Okay. Did you have any childhood crushes when you were growing up in Australia? That's what I'm trying to think of. I don't think so. Okay. Like, no, not really. I got you. Yeah, I'm not really one of those those guys that kind of has one of their celebrity crushes. But If Travis Kelsey hadn't have done this, and let's say Taylor Swift took a shining to uh, Tori Taylor, and let's say things progressed, you realize she could change her name to Taylor Taylor? Yeah, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Or you could be Tori yeah. Swift. I don't I wouldn't really want to date someone that that's more popular than me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that came off wrong. I wouldn't want to date someone that's in the spotlight, if that makes sense. Distraction? Yeah, that and I just don't want them to be better than me. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, here on the Jock to Jock yeah. podcast. 
I didn't think we were going to start this way, but yeah. Here we are. How did you feel about your performance at the game against Penn State? Oh, from a personal point of view, I was uh, pretty happy overall. You know, I hit a few balls that um, were really nice. And I was more so just happy that I was able to kind of, I guess, hit a few nice balls and prove myself in the weather conditions. Because, yeah, it's not very easy handling the ball when it's really wet and it was a little windy too and it was colder than usual for a September game. So from a personal point of view, yeah, I was pretty happy with my own performance. But from a team point of view, yeah, we've got a um, – Josh, Josh has just texted me. Oh, what is, what is... he said, celebrity crush, hands down, Rachel Bush. I don't even know who that is. Anyway, tell Josh to shut up. Um, we'll do that. Yeah, going back to the game, yeah, we just, um, from a team perspective, it just wasn't our night. But yeah, we'll be better this week. You mentioned the condition of the field in the mist in the air. Um, let's talk about your special teams teammates. They're really something else yeah. in this, helping you to get four inside the 20. Oh, totally. Seven punts, 366 yards, 52.3 average with the longest 62. Highlight a few of your teammates and how they helped you out during the game against Penn State. Well, first and foremost, everyone protecting. Everything starts with protection. Um, well, everything starts with a snap and protection. So first and foremost, Luke did a really good job uh, handling the ball and snapping the ball in the wet. And then the guys uh, in front of me protecting did a really great job. But then the guys getting down the field, like you look at TJ Hall and Cooper DeGene and things like that, all those guys hustled down the field. And I think that may, I've probably said it before quite a few times. Yeah, it just makes my life so much easier knowing that you've kind of got guys out there running down and getting after their ass a bit. So it's good. How do you specifically process a loss, especially one where you performed like you did and no points are scored? How do you process that? It's a little strange because it's interesting. You know, someone asked me this morning, like, oh, how you feeling? I said, oh, yeah, good. Like, you know, all I can do is worry about my own performance and worry about what I do. And not even, not from a selfish point of view, but just knowing that, you know, if I just worry about what I can do, worry about hitting good balls, the rest will kind of take care of itself. So I kind of take that mindset into anything because there's no real effect that I can have on the offense or the defense because I don't play in those positions. Yeah, I can help the offense by um, advancing the ball on fourth down, but and then same with the defense as well by trying to pin them deep. But I really just kind of worry about doing what I need to do to be successful from um, a personal point of view, which will then transition into giving the team um, success. The black pants with the yellow stripe, it took me a second when I saw you go out on the field, but it looked like you guys were wearing tearaway pants at first. Oh, really? Yeah, I like I liked that um, alternate uniform. It was nice, huh? Have you worn something like that before? Because I don't think We've I've never worn that. white with black pants, but I really like it. Yeah, had we won, we might have kept it, but we lost, so we'll probably never see that again. Uh, tell me about Riley Thompson. He's up on your Instagram page and on your Instagram story as of the time we're recording. Yeah, so he's a he's one of um, one of my good mates that I went to school with. Um, he was a couple of years younger than me, but yeah, went to school with him. And then um, one of my other good mates, Jackson Ross, who I was closer with, he was always friends with Riley, and then they both joined Pro Kick, uh, middle of last year or maybe started last year and then yeah Jackson went to Tennessee last year and Riley went to FAU and then Riley made the transition across to Penn State earlier this year in January so yeah it was pretty cool being able to see um see Riley after the game and and I was talking with him before the game too so it's always it's always good fun um seeing other Aussie guys probably one of those things that people probably don't realize but such a cool moment I actually sent the photo of us uh, to one of my teachers 
uh, in high school. And yeah, he thought it was pretty cool too. So yeah, special moment. The thing that you shared on Instagram here as we're recording, was that the high school that you guys both attended that, that shared it on their page? Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Why did Riley decide to grow a porn mustache? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm really not sure. He looks like an idiot. I can't see you with a, with a little mustache nah, like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not my thing. I shave every Friday. Do you? There you go. Yeah. Hey, okay. Would you ever grow a big bushy beard and then be? Definitely not. Let's talk really quick uh, previewing Michigan State. Michigan State's another mm-hmm. tough team, but this one is at Kinnick. This one also turns out to be a 635 kickoff on this one. How are you feeling about yeah. Michigan State? I mean, obviously excited to kind of um, correct a few wrongs from last week. Like I said earlier in the episode, it wasn't we know it wasn't our best game. You know, some people probably think that what are they effing doing, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we know it wasn't our best game. And, uh, yeah, we're just kind of trying to go out there and rectify a few things. But Michigan State, um, obviously, it's um, unfortunate what happened with their coach and things like that. I don't really know the full story, but um, looks like he did a few things wrong. But that's for them to worry about. We're not worried about that. But you, you're playing a Big Ten team. And Big Ten teams have talent coming out of their backside. So you know that there's going to be guys out there that can play football. If they couldn't, they wouldn't be there, you know. And it's Michigan State. I think they had a couple of guys drafted last year. Probably be the same this year. You know guys are going to rock up and perform. And um, they're probably kind of at that stage where, you know, they're coming in um, to an away game. And you really, you got nothing to lose. So we know that they're going to be a challenge. No one's naive to that. But, yeah, we're really excited to get back out there and just play and, yeah, rectify a few things and um, from last week. You guys are currently only 3-1. and one. So it's not yeah. like the thing is all falling apart and, like, some nah. people are saying the sky is falling already. And it's like, no, hang on a minute. <laughs> we're still early in the season here. And yeah. You've mentioned this on the show before that you look at it, you know, not only just game by game but, you know, section by section – are you moving into the next section now with this being at home, Michigan State, 635, under the lights? Feels pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love night games. Yeah, your body just feels that little bit looser, I feel like. Yeah, so I'm really excited to play a night game, especially at Kinnick, because it's always a pretty special environment. Are you ready for Dumbass or Drongo? Let's do it. Dumbass or Drongo, this is uh, two stories that I give to Tori, and he decides which one is from... America, dumbass, or Drongo, which is Australian slang for somebody of a slow person. Of the four episodes we've had so far, Tori, we've had 16 available points. You currently have eight out of 16 points. Uh, so 50%. I've got an F. You had said on the first episode, originally said that you were going to get 45 Yeah, points. I know what I said, Brian. Thank you. Okay. All right. You think uh, you got this ready to go here today? So- Oh, I don't know. We'll try. All right. Eric is 33. He called the cops recently when someone stole $10 from him. Turns out Eric walked up to Largo police and freely admitted he was selling weed. Someone ran off with his 10 bucks. The second story. Journalist Kristen wanted to find out the limits of what you can name your baby. Kristen gave birth to her son in July and submitted the name methamphetamine rules to the births Deaths and Marriages Register. Which one is a dumbass? Which one is second a second one's Drongo. Okay. The second one's gotta be Drongo. First one dumbass. Final answer on that? Yeah. Two a two. I'm back, baby. All right. I'm back. To get two more points. 
No, I don't know. To, to get two more know. points. you got to give me a clue. Like, uh, Otherwise, it could be anywhere. Eric is 33. Largo Police. There was your clue. Largo Police. I don't know. Largo Police. Do you remember any any other clues I may have given you in previous episodes? No. Wait, are we in America or at the moment? Yes. What one did I say? Yeah, yeah. Largo Police. I don't, I mean, one of the, how many states are there? 52? Yeah, 50, yep. 50. Oh, wow, yeah. No, that that really helps. Um, let's just go with Iowa. Nope, not Iowa. That one was in Florida. I've mentioned on a previous episode that. That was going to be my next guess because I remember you mentioned something in Florida. <laughs> That's what. Far oh, out. Okay. You could get three out of four here if you can tell me. Where journalist Kristen wanted to find the limits of what you can name your baby, she named her son, third son, methamphetamine rules, and submitted it to the births, deaths, and marriages register. Where do you think? What state or city in Australia? You got it. Can you give me a clue, please? When people talk about Australia, you're really only talking about probably one to two areas. I'm going to go with New South Wales and Sydney. Correct. Oh, let's go. So three out of four. You Three are, out of four, that's right. You are currently sitting at? 11 out of 20, 55%. All yeah. right, so we've gone up a little bit. Thank you. You are very welcome. Is methamphetamine a big deal in Australia like it is in the States? Yeah, it can be in certain parts. I'm not really too sure. I've never even smoked a cigarette, so I stay away from that stuff. Not only are you a prime athlete, but you're such a good boy in the fact that you haven't even smoked a cigarette. Well, it was kind of one of those things that growing up, my parents always said, like, hey, if you guys want to go out and have a couple of drinks with your friends or you want to go to a party, that's fine. But they kind of said, for as long as you're living in this house, like, if you do any drugs, you can get out. So it was kind of one of those things. I was like, yeah, you know what, that's that's more than fair enough. So it was. I just never really want to wanted to let my parents down in that regard. And I just think it's not – it doesn't do any good for you. Uh, but not, no, not really. I'm not really a big drinker in general, to be honest. I don't think I've asked you this before. What is your one vice? Uh, I can't. Well, I think probably people probably don't really like, uh, sorry, don't really like, but know about me is I actually um, like reading books. Like I read a lot. Yeah. um, Because I feel like that's kind of good for you. But it was weird, you know, even when I was kind of, when I finished high school and I was 19, 20, you know, a lot of my mates would go out. But I'd rather just sit on the couch on a Saturday night, watch the football, have a can of Coke, smash a bag of candy and go to sleep. You know what I mean? Your vice is a bag of candy then? Probably, yeah. Okay, get that. Not so much anymore. I try and eat a little cleaner, but yeah, I'd have a bag of candy every now and then, maybe once every couple of weeks. In fact, I have a little bag of peanut M&Ms every Friday night. as like my little, you know, pregame snack. What's on your watch list right now if you're not reading a book? What are you watching either as a um, TV show or a movie, or what are you into? Oh, I prefer TV shows, and I'm kind of in the middle of Game of Thrones at the moment. Oh, so that's why Daenerys came up? Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best against uh, Michigan State coming up this week. Again, folks, we're at 3-1 and one as we uh, record this right now. Tori, any last-minute uh, words for those that are listening to the Jock to Jock podcast about the team this week? No, not, not really. Probably just more so, you know, like we know last week wasn't our best effort, uh, like period, like literally at all. You know, um, but there was a couple of positives to take out of the game. But yeah, we'll we'll be a lot better this week. Um, we know we need to kind of just move on and 
uh, everybody else does too because you can't change the past. Tori, thanks again for the time. You're welcome. That'll do it for this week's Jock to Jock podcast. If this is your first episode that you've listened to, go back in the archives and listen to the previous episodes from this season. And Tori was my special guest last season for the Jock to Jock podcast. You can go backwards there or even find the Jock to Jock podcast with Connor McCaffrey of the Iowa men's basketball team in the archives, wherever you get your podcasts. For Tori Taylor, I'm Brian Marshall. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so?